Welcome, welcome to another Hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we're always talking, you're always listening, we're always talking, we're Potter casting, hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we talk about the Harry Potter stuff, yeah, we talk about the Harry Potter stuff, we talk about the Harry Potter. Hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we're always talking, you're always listening. Hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we're always talking, we're Potter casting. Today's podcast is brought to you by Borders. In May, thousands of Harry Potter fans descended upon New Orleans for the Phoenix Rising Conference. Borders and your friendly podcast hosts were there to take in the sights and share a lively discussion of the series that bewitched the world. Listen in and watch the action yourself. Check out the Phoenix Rising Borders Book Club discussion at bordersmedia.com slash Harry Potter or click the Borders banner at the top of the podcast page. So thank you to the Sunrise Auditorium, the Las Vegas Public Library, for having us here. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Harry and the Potters. This is now our (laughs) fourth. Counting what exactly? Counting Counting Chicago? Counting Chicago? Disneyland? Chicago, Disney. Counting Albuquerque, Tucson, and Phoenix? Disney, Albuquerque, Tucson, Tucson. Chandler Phoenix. Phoenix. This is six? This is six? Cool. Oh, wow. Taurus just flying by, guys. It's easy for it to fly by with these schmoes in the car. Wait, you'll see see the videos. July 11th, I'll be going to the Clark County Library. I'll be back here in Vegas. These guys will be here, but we won't be doing a Pottercast. I'm going to be talking about the book that I'm writing about the Harry Potter fandom. Um, So... Really excited about that and honor. I told you know I told Julie from the library when she asked me to do it. I said, you know I'm not an author yet. You know it's not out. It's not. She said, no, it's fine. It's fine. We'll fake it. I said, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So we have been starting every show. So we got to do it for Vegas. We have to figure out which city on our tour knows the most about Harry Potter. Mm. Pressure's on. Pressure's on. <laughs> We've been quizzing you. We've been giving you some predictions. And once that book comes out, we'll be able to tell which city knew it, which city didn't, which city looks real stupid. (laughs) But you guys are in Vegas. You're used to betting. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) No, you're not. You're all under 21. So we have a five-question test that we've been giving to everybody. We've gotten not one identical set of answers, and we're hoping this continues so that we actually have a winner and not a tie. Oh, no. Oh, no. Runaway sign. No. See, his arm is still up. It means he's going to live. Broke it. <laughs> I'll fix it. You do the first question. I'll fix it. All right. Okay, well, the first question that we usually ask is, one of the biggest questions, of course, is will Harry live or die at the end of Deathly Hallows? No. So, wait, 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 wait. wait. For, the, for the sake of our tally here, I'm going to say if you think Harry's going to live to make your noise now. And if you think, if there's anyone left who thinks he's going to die, make your noise here. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. There's no way half of you each made a noise that that large. Did some of you vote for both? Be honest. Ah, she did, you did. How could you vote for both? It's fun to make noise. It's fun to make noise. So who won that? I don't know. I think the lives. Come on. 
Well, at least we'll know that Vegas was indecisive on this question. Yeah, that's it. It's, a lot of other that. cities were quite certain. Yeah. One yeah. Way or the other. Vegas can't get any points for this question then. Oh, my. Oh, Either Harry lives or dies. He, he's not going to end like Harry sort of lived. Yeah. Sorta. Sorta. Okay, everybody make up your minds now. We're going to do it again. You ready? If Harry will live. And everything. Geeky and I know. Well, okay, well, okay. If Harry will die. Oh, come on. Yeah. No question. Harry Potter in the back. What do you think? Who won? That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, that's question one. Question number two about uh, some of your favorite, uh, your, your favorite uh, Mr. Character here, Mr. Oh, Snape. Please. Will Mr. Severus Snap survive? Snap. Deathly Hollows, make your noise. Not survive, I'm sorry. Um, is Mr. Snape uh, trustworthy? Trust Snape. Yeah! Mm. Or is he a very bad man who will betray? Yeah! Looks You're, like we wait. trust. I love, I love that. She's all willing to go out on her, by herself. Yeah. But I don't care. Nobody agrees with me, but I'm going to go Aww. for it. Yeah. That's good. Well, I think Vegas trusts Snape. Yeah. Sin City likes Snape. Interesting. 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 Mm. Interesting. Very Surprising not. <laughs> okay, this is a biggie, and I know that... You know, I know what I think about this one, but do you think Harry is a Horcrux? If you say, think that he is, whoop it up. Very little whoop. Yeah, very little whoop. Okay, and if you think that he is not a Horcrux, really whoop it up. It's a little bit more whoop. A little bit more whoopy. Hot like that. I like All right, these. Vegas does not think Harry's a Horcrux. That's Mark right. it down. It is marked down. Okay. Okay. We also have the big question in book seven of whether Harry will return to go to school at Hogwarts. Right. If you think he will go to school at Hogwarts, go for it. If you think he'll transfer to Bobatones. <laughs> no? Bobatone? Yeah. Bobatone. He'd have to be into butterflies and friendly no. and all that kind of thing. Sad. Okay. If you think he will not be going to school, make your noise here. I think we're gonna say that's a no. I'd say that's a no. No school. Drop out, Harry. Drop out. We said. What did we say yesterday about drop out, Harry? Magic school dropouts. Snape's gonna come down in the silver lame and sing. You know, the girls with wands in their hair. Right. Magic school dropout. Okay. Our last question. Do you think we will go behind the veil? Hang on. Hang on. I, wow, psyched on that one. Okay. If he will go behind the veil, we will go behind the veil. We will not go behind the veil. You are just. <laughs> I agree I with her. you. I agree with you. We will not go behind <laughs> the veil, in my opinion. I met her before. Her name is Contrary Mary. Aww. No, it's good. Good. Stick to your opinions. It's good. I agree with her. <laughs> But okay, Vegas okay. does not agree with me. Vegas thinks he'll go behind the veil. Oh. 
I think we're done with the veil, personally. So we're never going to learn what it's all about. It's just going to be like that mm, thing. I don't. I think after all of those years that they've studied that veil, for us to finally, because Sirius went through it, yeah. that will be the year we figure out what the veil is. I don't know. I think that's a little too much. <laughs> It's I don't know. Too much? Yeah, too I, I think it's just too big of a. Oh, Sirius went through it, so all of the centuries we've been studying it, now we'll know what it's all about because Sirius Black went through it. <laughs> That's right. He's oh, got that handy yeah. dandy mirror. He can report back. Here yes. it is. Oh, Voldemort's been evil for 50 years. Now we'll kill him because Harry Potter's around. Yeah. No. That's why it's a story. I don't know. That's why it's a story, right? Yeah, Thank you. Right. Okay. Nah. Yeah, John doesn't believe in stories, he <laughs> thinks they're sort of silly. Yeah. Well, silly stories. I'm sorry? Percy can go behind the veil and stay there, as far as I'm concerned. Aww. Aww. No, That's what I think. He'll be redeemed. He will come to the, back to the By light. dying. Well, okay. I'm sorry. What? Percival means pierce the veil? Can we use Percy himself to... Yeah. Can we get Grop to like throw him? Uh, and then Grop can follow him. That would be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He can go. He's That's gone. Interesting. Grop has like athletic skills to throw things. That would be kind of a good use for him. Mm. I really don't want Grop anywhere near that veil. Like, oh, really but I'm not a Grop fan. Kick it. The whole veil comes down. No. Yeah. All right, well, we have a lot of other stuff in store for you, but we have we, we just signed up with a charity company who give very important messages to Harry Potter fans, and I think it's time to hear the first word from one of our sponsors. Uh-oh. Hello, I'm Harry Potter from the band Harry and the Potters with the public service announcement for Pottercast listeners. If your letter doesn't make it to Santa Claus this year, you can give it to Dumbledore. I'm pretty sure they're friends. There you go. You learn you something go. every day. <laughs> They're friends. Nice. I think so. They're both happy people. That's Makes sense fun. to me. Yeah. Got the same white beard. How's Fred uh, doing, John? Who? Fred. My friend, Mr. Fred, Fred here is enjoying Phoenix. the breeze of uh, the weather here in Vegas. A lot more than the dry heat that was Phoenix. But this is, uh, is his first time out of Phoenix, actually. Oh, that's right. He's a traveling friend. He did travel. He got to see the Hoover Dam a little bit ago. <laughs> Hoover Dam mothership. It is. We, uh, it is. It's, it's a big dam. Badge. We, we, mother, turned, we turned him badge. into a port key. And, and he actually got us the rest of the way here. Yeah. So There's a video. Seriously. You'll have to watch that video later. Yeah. What'd you yeah. say? He did, he did <laughs> yeah. good. It was good work. Well, <laughs> we, in every city we're going to, we're also picking one giant cannon conundrum. Who knows what a cannon conundrum is? Or can guess. Okay. Yay for the podcast listeners. Um, it's one pr- relevant question that we have yet to, dis- to figure out in the books, and we want to get your input on them. So we found a really great one this in the This is a good one. Thanks to one of our readers, whose name will be inserted in the show notes because I forgot to write it down. Um, mm-hmm. When Voldemort comes back in book four, he says something very interesting. Now, we all, when, when J.K. Rowling asked us to figure out what Voldemort might have done to make himself immortal, you know, that answer was Horcruxes, right? Oh, right, Horcruxes. Okay, done, we know. Here's, here's the quote from Goblet of Fire. When I find it. Yeah, right there. Yeah. What I was, even I do not know, this is Voldemort, by the way. I, who have gone further than anybody along the path that leads to immortality, you know my goal to conquer death, and now I was tested. It appeared that one or more of my experiments had worked. One or more. Yeah. So, so not a question, 
not just a horcrux, right. but what else mm. did Voldemort do? What else has Voldemort done mm. to try to achieve immortality? Well, well, it's mm. an experiment, you know? Was each horcrux an experiment? Mm. Was, is it, isn't it the same experiment? Wouldn't he not continue unless he was pretty sure, sure one of them had worked? Sure. Right. The, the degeneration in his face was pretty much pretty good proof. <clears throat> because see, yeah. remember, he he tried once to obtain the stone, so that's that's an attempt on its own. No. And then and I would think he would. Well, yeah, but then to do the Horcrux, it would be another attempt. But I think when he's talking about something else, what else could he have done though? Mm. We're asking you because we have no idea. That's why it's a conundrum. Who's got a theory? Well, but that's well, part the diary of the was a horcrux. That's right. It's true. I'm sorry. It was also a memory. Right. But that was that was a horcrux with a lot of other junk added to it. All right. I mean, I guess he could like say as a testament to himself because he has his own little Death Eater party, happy band of group followers. But I mean, what else does he? He doesn't have a shrine to himself, so I don't know what else he would do. I bet he has a shrine to himself. You think? He's got like a big come on, <laughs> little Voldy Voldy shrine. You know? All his own pictures in the <laughs> mirror. Yeah, little you know. <laughs> Dresses Man. up in his I former don't I don't know what else. evil going costumes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, John? Hmm. I'm, I'm stumped on this one. I'm trying to figure out what else he could have done, and if it if he did do other things, you know, when we'd find out about them, and if it would be you know too much, too late in the series to learn about something else, but. I don't know. Um, hmm. I, I hadn't thought about the idea that each Horcrux was its own experiment. Now I'm kind of thinking about that. You know, I am thinking about that too. I think you might have just crashed our conundrum. Hey. Yeah, but sunk no. our conundrum. But hmm. at that point, though, at, if, if in book four, had he done all those? I mean, I guess he had done the, the diary and then presumably the cave, the locket, right? If Nagini is a Horcrux. And Nagini. I'm still not kind of sold. Are you guys sold on that, the Nagini? See? Uh. Neither am I. No. I don't know. You think you, you don't think you had made all the Horcruxes by book four? No, because wasn't. No, he made them by book one. Whatever oh. Horcruxes oh, okay. he had, I mean, he made by book one. Not all of them. I mean, the ones that we know that he made, or so. Yes. Right, you're right. That's right. right. Ooh, look at this. It's good. Damn. Smart Alex. That's right. That's good. Here, you want my seat? Yeah. <laughs> which do we know which one he made from that death? Dum- well, Dumbledore presumes that it's Nagini. Yeah. You know. Hmm. No. I'm just still, don't I understand still just making a living object a Horcrux. The Nagini. Right. Because Nagini will die yeah. eventually. Eventually. Probably faster with a little bit of the evil dude in her. Yeah. <laughs> You know? Make her grumpy at any rate. Hmm. Wow. I don't know. John had a good idea on the car. I liked your idea. <laughs> and you can imagine our conversations. We're just saying. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. We talked so much about so many things. He says it once and then it's gone. It disappears. Yeah. You, know, you know, I mean, like, let's see. What ways would you like to see yourself again and again? Let's see. He said Voldemort had body doubles. Oh, yeah. It was body doubles running around, so you know if they go into important battles, you could have somebody dressed up like Voldemort running in there, and just in case a stray spell goes towards Voldemort, <laughs> he's got plenty of body doubles to jump in front just in case. 
But, it's like um, the march of the march of the toy soldiers, you know. Exactly. Yeah. World of War number five hundred and forty-two. Step forward. No. Um, the question that we raised we raised yesterday at one of these is that what happens? You know what Voldemort did in book four when he put himself back together and flesh, blood, and blood, and all that. Um, what happens if he did that with each? piece of soul because he was he was existing as a piece of soul presumably they're all equal pieces of soul they're just ripped off you know because the, so could he go around and do it to everyone and have seven Voldemorts running around tearing up the place you know down to five well you know what I mean if he got if he got to the seven um and and JK Rowling was asked once what would have happened if in book two he was allowed to rise out of that book and she said something very bad which I can't explain so, interesting. Hmm. Ooh, they're all going, hmm. See? No smart aleck. Yeah, slam yeah. it down. What, what, what do you think? Oh, oh my no. god. <laughs> Wait, just to repeat it for the recording. That would be a nightmare. What's your name? Alyssa says that if that happened, then they can all make Horcruxes of themselves. <laughs> oh my God! Overrun the world with Voldemort. I bet he'd like, like that though. Like cookie cutters. Like March of the Toy Soldiers again. Yeah, or clone. Yeah. He'd be like a clone army. That would be yeah. scary. Star Wars now? Yeah, yeah sorry. Cuts. <laughs> In one of them? And, and no, the personality was him when he couldn't, when he didn't have a body and he didn't have anything to do, he couldn't do anything. That was his his real personality, his aura, whatever you want Meaning, to call it. And all the Warcruxes just kept his personality, soul, aura tied to the earth. That's what the Warcruxes do. But the ties, they're just like locks. They lock you down here, and that's why they have to all be but, but they're still pieces of soul. They're actual pieces of soul inside objects. They do. But then when he died, why wouldn't he, why wouldn't he have six consciences? Six consciences around the world not seeing where the other conscience was. Well, think about the diary. Well, that was... It thought on its own. That's his 16-year-old conscience. Exactly, because it was ripped off when he was 16. So look, it's different. But I think that, that was too... That diary itself was, was charmed. Mm. And then on Yeah, I think the diary was different than all the other. I don't know. But then that's then that's the question: Is there a master soul? Is there a, a piece of master soul, the, the the one that's in that's in the body? He said he was meaner meaner than the meanest spirit, which means he wasn't spirit. He was soul. He was pure. He was a piece of soul. They have to be activated or something, like a password. <laughs> a password? Yeah. Maybe I got an Advil, Tylenol, Bear. Mm. Seriously. All powerful one. Oh, there's a whole argument going on over here. We should just. There's a hot air balloon theory, like Wizard of Oz kind of thing. Explain. You must explain. Wait. Come here. Come here. Like, okay, basically what she was saying is that, like, you got the master part, you know, of his, of his spirit or whatever. Imagine it's like a hot air balloon. Well, the horcruxes are all the ties that are holding it down. 
So until they're all destroyed, you know, they're still holding him down. And he can't, you know, as each one's destroyed, it's like a tie that's ongoing. So when all the Horcruxes are destroyed, then when you kill him, he it's a wonderful fly away. Idea. It's an awesome idea. <laughs> what backs it up? I don't know. She just said it. <laughs> no, seriously, it could be. It, it could very well be. You're probably. I mean, you're probably right. You know. Yes, but that doesn't mean that that was their only function. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Who else has any ideas about this? What's your name? Um, I think that with your thing and having just one conscious, I think that in order to have it, like once he was destroyed, when he went to Godric's Hollow, then he went to the most current one that he made because years, like, and then he went to live with the one that was most current because it was as close to how he was at that point. So even though the conscious, Wait. like, Wait. he went to like all the Horcruxes have his conscious in it, but it's the one that's most currently made. Okay. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if well, he made one, one a week ago, him? then it would go to there. Because the Horcrux is the object. Yeah. So then, it's not the but, soul. yeah, but then when he when he hid the soul in there, then the most recent soul that was taken out of his body is the one that held the most of him. So that's the soul that he went to when he, the spell backfired. I'm trying to follow. This. So, <laughs> so the when you when you make the Horcrux, you, are, you have the consciousness of that that you had at the moment you made it. Yeah, it's like a photograph. And nothing after it. Yeah, that's what I think is that it's at that moment that it's made, and then after that, so that's why like his 16-year-old self, he like knew things that happened, but he had to ask Harry like what happened at the at Godric's Hollow because he knew that it happened because you can sort of like sense it. I think I'm confusing myself now, <laughs> but I think imagine that, how we yeah, feel. I think they, <laughs> I think they can the pieces of soul. Yeah, yeah. And that's like I think they can still like sense it, but they just don't know what happened. So they need to like they be told. More, you guys yeah. seem to have more information about the books than we do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yes, Jenny told him. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the appendix. Oh yeah, well, Jenny talked to Riddle through the diary and filled him in with that stuff. Yeah, that 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 makes sense because. Well. Yeah. Thank you very much. Never again. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But you do understand. No, not at all. No, 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 no. We get it, we get it, we get it. Yeah. I love Vegas. Yeah, They're all like, but you get it, right? <laughs> Do we have to explain it to you again? <laughs> yes. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. I, I mean, I, I got to think about this for a few years. In the meantime, I think it's, it's it might be time for a word from our sponsor, maybe? Sounds good. A word from our sponsor. We've never heard this, so... Hello, Pottercast listeners. This is Harry Potter from Harry and the Potters with a public service announcement. Be sure and cheer for the Chasers, too. Even though the points they score are basically meaningless, it doesn't mean they don't have feelings. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, I like that. That's a very Hufflepuff attitude, I must say. Oh. I like that. Here's my question. Can everybody hear the van in those things? Can you hear the they're driving? Can you hear the wind rushing by the windows? I love it. 
Okay. Oh, gosh. I don't think it's time for... Are we, are we playing a game? Should we do a game? <laughs> we've, been, we've been playing this game since New Orleans, and we think this might be one of the last cities in which last we play this ones. particular game. Yeah. yeah. But um, because John... Lo- well, no, he didn't lose, but he had a really bad <laughs> showing of one, and... Yeah, it was pretty. We bad. had him and the girl from the lexicon, the Harry Potter lexicon, the, Harry- the the place that lists the Harry Potter stuff, right? So, and they both came up with the same spell. Just looked at each other. Oh, you'll see. You'll see. Yeah. John, explain the rules. Oof. Well, what we're gonna do is we bring up two of you, and then we name a category of a list of names or objects or places from the Harry Potter books, and um, the two of you need to go back and forth and naming and one of these uh, things from that category until one of you can't think of any more. So if we brought up two of you and said, name a student at Hogwarts, and first person says, you know, Harry, Hermione, Ron, Neville, Lavender, etc. Whoever whoever doesn't get one loses. Whoever whoever is the last person to name one wins the round. And, and bragging rights, which are better. Yes. Yeah. Who who owns it? Who thinks they can do it? Sure, come on up here. Who wants to? Uh oh, she's got robes. <laughs> oh, it's from Avenue Q. Yeah, not on the show. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I like that shirt. Okay, category for these two. What should it be? Um, how about... Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. Yes. <laughs> okay, Mad-Eye Moody. Serious Black. Um. Alive members of the order. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lupin. Aberforth Dumbledore. Mm. <laughs> Snape. And Mrs. Weasley. McGonagall. Mr. Weasley. <laughs> nice. Um, let's see. Oh, Mundungus. Ne- ma- uh, nice. Yes. dong Albus Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, James Potter. Mm. Lily Potter. <laughs> How about Frank Long- Longbottom? Alice Longbottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tonks. Oh, I was just going to say Tonks. <laughs> Come on, Tonks. She already said Lubin. Oh no, Bill Weasley. <laughs> Isn't it Dawlish? Oh. oh, it's always tricks everybody, doesn't it? Mr. Dawlish. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. That's sad. Someone said Lupin. Someone said that. <laughs> oh, okay. so close. Always it's a tricky one. Uh, Dallas appreciates the shout out. I don't think we've ever. Whoa. I don't think we've ever gone more than like four rounds I know. in any Very city. Good. That was intense. You were just Very nice, That Vegas. was good. Me. Like that. All right, two more, two more. Leaky mug. She's the people in the back. And the red tie. <laughs> I miss those leaky mug shirts. So do I. I don't think I ever got one. <laughs> That's sad. Oh, yeah. oh, no, it's not. That's pretty bad, actually. 
Oh, Fred. Oh, Fred. <laughs> All right. Category is famous armadillos in the Harry Potter books. <laughs> Fred. Oh. No? Okay. All right. How about... Um, I want to see someone do good on this category. I want to hear magical beasts or creatures. Oh. 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 <laughs> I'm a little upset. And Do you want me to start? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Niffler. Um, Hungarian Hortel. Oh, I was going to say dragon. <laughs> um, uh, the, I, I know, but it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. If you knew what song it was, it would. Hold on. Just... I, know, I have the picture in my mind except I can't think of them. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sphinx. Hinky Punk. Um, blast and Groot. Red Caps. No help, audience, please. No, no, no help, audience. I didn't hear it anyways. <laughs> Phoenix. Hippogriff. Um. <laughs> They're doing good, though. Um. I think Grumpy Planks. Can I can I just give the name of one? Like the <laughs> Aragog. Oh, he's a arachnid. I can't think of the actual He's a magic name. spider. He's a magic spider. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh. Oh, good job, though. That was good. Those are hard. I'm just waiting for one of them to say flubberworm because that's one of my flubber favorites. Flubberworms. I like this flubberworm. Flubber I like the flubberworms, the last end of screws. The crups, the boat. It was an acromantula, by the way. It was, it was an acromantula. I want to hear you say the one I like the most. That's what it was. They like might the be. Famous Hufflepuff. I want John no, to play. Who else wants true. John to play? Oh, the cup. That's who. Uh oh. Who wants to play John? Oh, watch out. Who thinks. Who thinks they, they'd be the best against John? The pressure. Who's, who's, what's, okay. 84? Come here, 84. Can I just challenge Fred here? Yeah, Fred. <laughs> no. <laughs> no challenges. No, no stuffed animals what's are about to help you. This is Michael. All right, stand up, face Hiya. your foe. Come oh, jeez. Bow to each other, it's polite. Uh, Bow. Come on, crucial. No. <laughs> Fred's going to play for me. No. Good luck, Fred. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Good luck to you. They're just going to stand up there. <laughs> you picked the hard ones. That's not fun. Quidditch players. Quidditch players. John's done. You know, it's fun when it's not ridiculously hard. (laughs) Might as well pick famous armadillos. Oh, come on. John likes this one, so you gotta be ready. Spells. 
spells. Oh, man, yeah. one of the Chris players. No, no, <laughs> no okay. like it's too hard. That makes sense. Spells, come on. This is oh, we, You can go first. Yeah. Uh, you can go first. God, what's this? I'm going to forget all of them Especially because I'm on stage now. No, you won't. Do you use the one you said on us all the time. Not no. playing games, certainly. No. no. All right. Okay. John starts. Okay. Let's start with That's always a good place to start. Is it alphabet spell? No, just the first letter would be a good spell. Okay. Somebody start. A, B, C. All right. When God Liviosa. Which voice gets you extra points? That's why I Quidditch points. Okay. Um, I want the Quidditch players. I'm sorry. Oh. Come on. I don't, do it. I don't know any spells. You know spells. What's spells? Spells or Quidditch players? <laughs> I can name about spells ten. Spells or Quidditch players? Sure. Either one. Spells or Quidditch players. Okay, oh, we'll make that. Awesome. We'll do both. Right. That's good. There you go. All right. Uh, That's very Hufflepuff. Jenny Reasley. I like that. Right. Jenny yes. Weasley is very good quiz yes, player. Good. Uh, I'm going to stick with the spells and say Lumos. Uh, Harry Potter. Uh, I'm going to turn off my Lumos with a Knox. Is that the, <laughs> the president? Yeah. Okay. What's that? Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley is another good Quidditch player. No, he's <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to... Um, I feel like I'm playing like, like a role-playing game now. This is fun. <laughs> Um, what can we do to Ron? Um, we're going to Imperial Ron. Oh, sad. To make out with Hermione. Now it's okay. As long as we're doing that. All right. Okay. Uh, Malfoy. Malfoy is going to get AK'd. Sorry. Avada Kedavra to Mr. What is that AK? What is I AK? just said Avada Kedavra to Mr. Malfoy. Near you. Okay. Avada Kedavra. Wait a Spells two. The spells two. I can't remember. Spell. Who was that one? I can't remember. A spell. Go for it. Okay. Go I'll just um, use um, Expelliarmus. Whoa. Please. Uh, <laughs> careful with that one. I mean, geez, that's not cool. Um. Fred's going to retaliate with a crucio because that really hurt. Oh. A vaticadabba. Oh. Did that? Sorry. Oh, we're sorry, but you did. Good work. Fred's record remains. Is he undefeated? Fred is undefeated. Fred remains undefeated. <laughs> well, before we move on to our favorite part of the show, it's time for another public service announcement. <laughs> Hello, this is Harry Potter from Harry and the Potters with the public service announcement for Pottercast listeners. I grew up inside a cupboard. Nobody called child services. If you see a boy in a cupboard, say something. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Now I feel extra bad for Harry all of a sudden. I know, poor Harry. That's awful. That was awesome. That was. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, why didn't anybody do that? That's a good question. Okay. Then there'd be no book. Okay. Okay. Well, this is our very favorite part of the show is when we get to hear either things you want discussed on the podcast, your ideas, your theories, your it's just you, all you. So what we're gonna do is have you come up here and line up 
to get your, your yes. questions, thoughts, whatever, so that we can keep it going. So who's first? Who will it be? And we've never had nobody before. Oh, he's this guy. Come, come up. Here we go. You, you got to catch Fred, though, to ask a question. got to catch Fred. Whoa! Oh, oh, oh no dice. <laughs> Sit down. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Fred. I wasn't sure Fred was coming. No. <laughs> What's your name? Scott. Hi, Scott. Um, my question is, um, how many people here actually think that the locket that they found in, in um, Order of the Phoenix mm-hmm. is that locket that's supposed to have been the... Yes, uh, yes. The indeed. Yes, we do. Because that's my Indeed. big question that I was like, because used to say a heavy locket they can't open. Yeah. yeah. The, the better, yeah, that's, that's the I question think. now is who's well, got it now. Well, either that or creature has it. <laughs> mm. I think Dung, Dung was trying to sell it off to Aberforth. That's what I yeah. think he's trying to do. So, so that was my whole question is where did it end up? Because it could have ended up in the nest with creature. I, that's true. I think Madame Rose Murda has it. It could be in Grimald. It could be at Hogwarts. She was a jewelry <laughs> person. Mm-hmm. Madam I, she bought it on uh, Wizarding eBay, actually. <laughs> <laughs> eBay. Yeah, awesome. Thank you very much. Okay, gotta catch Fred. Yeah. Catch Fred. Catch Fred. Oh, dang. oh no, Fred's getting abused left and right Gave today. Gave a warning. What's your name? He's, he's got a hard head. My name's Marlena. Please, please um, he has protection. Got a hard back. Oh, too. Okay, I have a theory about how Dumbledore always knew what was going on at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. He used the chocolate frog cards to spy on the students. Oh, I've never heard that theory before. It's awesome. I'm sorry, I I'm like very that. excited. I said, we've said that on the podcast before. We have. I've never heard says, Melissa say that before. <laughs> Let's go to audio tape editors. Thank yeah. you. They'll do it in the show. Um, no, that we have because um, when he says when Harry gets the card. His first card is Apple Dumbledore. Right. He looks at him, and then when he looks back, Dumbledore's gone. So I always feel like that was like the little chocolate card Dumbledore running off to tell everybody a report back that Harry Potter is safely on the train on mm-hmm. the way to, to Hogwarts. I don't think that'll ever be revealed, though. Mm. You have no yeah, idea how yeah. closely yeah. I've watched you. All that, those chocolate. No, as long as they don't take me off the chocolate right, right. card. And that as well. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't take them off the chocolate card. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think. Well, that and all the I pinhole think. cameras in Hogwarts. Yeah. Does it work at Hogwarts, oh, right, John? Right. They're wizarding pinhole cameras. The radio don't work at Hogwarts. Okay. <laughs> also, how it works. Also, how it works is like, my theory is like, because people think, well, kids don't carry their truck frog cards everywhere with them. They leave them laying around, and I also think that the um, house elves do not pick up personal items of the students, just like trash and stuff that's obvious trash. Because in books, we've known that Harry has left like an essay out on the table, out by the fireplace, and it's still there the next morning. Mm-hmm. So I think right. the chocolate frog cards are left scattered all yeah. over the common rooms, and they pick up the conversations that are happening, and they report back if it's important. That's pretty good. I think you're right. I don't, awesome. I don't Thank know. Thank you. I think, I think the house elves Can are you pretty Fred? responsible about what but, they pick yeah. up. Good catch. What's your name? Elizabeth. Okay, Elizabeth. Okay. Okay, I've actually been wondering about this and get, trying to get people to talk about it on the lounge, but everyone ignores me. So now here's my chance. Oh. <laughs> We're sorry they ignore you. We'll fix that. We can, we know people. I yes. actually have a big theory that the magical creatures are going to be very important in Deathly Hallows. Yes. yes. I think that, you know, yes. in, in, um, in Deathly Hallows, in book six, Dumbledore says that we have, um, uh, paraphrasing, obviously, that we have far too long been mean to our fellows and it's going to come back and haunt us. Mm-hmm. I think it's either going to, a lot of them are going to help the Death Eaters or a lot of them are going to help Harry and the trio. 
was just wondering what you guys We're thought about split that. Split down the middle here. Which creatures will fight for good and which will fight we, for we bad? We had a conundrum here. on this actually with Steve. We talked about the role of the centaurs, and I think that, yeah, yeah I, so we, we did touch on it briefly. But I think that they will play a huge, yeah. actually a huge part. I think that the house elves in particular will help out a lot because they know all the secrets of the castle. Yeah. Well, the house elves will do whatever Sprout tells them to do because. No. That's just oh, no. Don't start this now. Please. This is all day in the car. <laughs> if you notice, if you see our car, by the way, we need to. If you guys oh, yes. want to draw on our car, every city somebody draws on we the car. We have markers. No. It's lots so. of fun. You can go graffiti our car. It's nice. One of the things is beware house elves. Hufflepuffs inside. The house elves. Who did that by my window? Who would that be? Well, John she made... has a bag of shackles for the house elves <laughs> in the back. <laughs> So. John maintains that Helga Hufflepuff enslaved Stop. the house elves, which infuriates Sue, and drives me to insanity because it's all they do is bicker yes. about it. But I think you're, I think that in the books, um, what we're seeing is a lot of different groups of magical creatures getting increasingly right. ticked off yeah. that they don't get equality, and who's offering them equality? Our guys, you know. So I think that right. we're going to see the house elves running with the little Harry on their banner, running out on what the field. The, you know, another freaky. thing. What another about the thing, giants? Well, yeah, the giants too, because of the, you know. Madame Maxine, but another thing is when we saw that new cover art, or the you know the children's edition of the UK, the UK one, and a lot of people speculated that was a goblin on the back and yeah. in there. So that could mm-hmm. they could be, or and it could be creature. It could be creature. So yeah, it seems like he's pulling him, right? Yeah. Do you think the creature will be good because Harry starts to be nice? No. No, you think it's just gonna forever? Like, he's a sourpuss. Think creature yeah. is like beyond the beyond help. He's just he's just creature at this and, point. Yeah. And maybe that dragon that we saw in the deluxe version, we don't know. Maybe. Is that, that's creature. It's Draco. They're riding him into the sunset. No. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, you ready? Are you ready? What's that now? Ah. Oh. The dragon that guards Gringotts. Oh, the one. That's it. Yeah. Wait, wait. Will Fred help? Will Fred help? Ooh, is Fred Interesting. Will Fred help with this question? No, with the magical creatures. Um, Fred has a prior engagement. So, he's, he's Fred will be busy. Yeah, he, has some, he has some more, he has some scheduled appearances, actually. In I see. Armadillo conventions uh, my worldwide. My name is Kimberly. Um, I just have one small theory of why Dumbledore might be alive. Ooh. In number six, uh, I think it might be... Let her theory. speak. Um, in number six, uh, I think it's Slughorn and Haggard that are drinking and they get drunk and they start singing the song about what happens after a wizard dies, what happens during the ceremony. And they talked about snapping the wand. And at Dumbledore's ceremony for his funeral, his wand was never snapped. Did they say they snapped the wand at the funeral? Um, no. That wasn't a very wordy uh, song. Oh, no, I just think it's possible that lyrics. J.K. Rowling, I don't know, she seems to sneak things in there. Sure, that'd be a yeah, great yeah. place to sneak it in. Yeah. But she said, Joe herself said it in New York. I haven't been gone. keeping up. <laughs> Sorry. No. I know, I don't want him to be no, gone, it's okay. too. I'm still holding out for the wallet-sized portrait of Dumbledore that Harry can carry around with him on the Horcrux side. It'd be like, Dumbledore, I'm lost. Where am I? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, before we go to our next one, hang on. We have a special announcement from Harry and the Potters. Hello. This is Harry Potter from Harry and the Potters with a public service announcement for all you Pottercast listeners. 
If you're at Hogwarts, don't go to the bathroom alone. Weird stuff happens there at least once a year. Always use the buddy system. <laughs> it does. Buddy system. Oh, you here? Oh, wait. Oh. Sorry, threw me off. Oh, no. My bad. Aww. That was all me. I'm sorry. What do you, what do you call that outside? Poor Fred. What's your name? Rachel. Hi. Hi. Democrats from Baltimore? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have a question. In Goblet of Fire, when Voldemort is in the graveyard and his followers, with his followers, he tells them the following. And we have six Death Eaters missing, three dead in my service. Could the other three missing be Bellatrix and Waldolphus the Strange and Rab Aston? <laughs> One too cowardly to return. He will pay. Karkaroff, could that be him? One who I believe has left me forever. He will be killed. Severus. And of course, one who remains... Uh, my most faithful servant, and who has already re-entered my service, Body Crouch Jr., do you think he meant the aforementioned people? Hmm. <laughs> ah, uh, this is the question. There are these six people, these six empty spaces at the, at the, the right. big Death Eater party in book four. Yes. Right. And there's a lot of question about who's who. Is it Snape? Is it... Um, what were the other ones? Snape, Body Crouch. The one who he believes who left him forever, I thought was... Karkaroff, and he's gone already. Yeah. yeah. And one is my most most faithful most faithful servant, and one is what? His most faithful body And then the other one is too cowardly to return. Turn. Doesn't it have to be Snape? Too cowardly to return. Cowardly return. Was Karkaroff too cowardly to return? He believes Snape has left him forever. Because yeah. as far as he knows at this point, he's been you know being all misty right, in Albania right. at, yeah. for a while and all he hears is that Snape is hanging out with Dumbledore right. sure you know so it's gotta be right because Snape doesn't go back until the end of the end of the book so. he had to yeah. do some convincing yeah. he te- yeah. well he says he had to do some convincing right. we'll see yeah. <laughs> thank you thank you can you imagine that scene once Snape did come back after Harry escaped uh, last time yeah and, and the, <laughs> yeah. they're all like nice of you to show up Severus we, you missed the party yeah. Harry was here we missed him again can you imagine yeah. the conversation that must yeah, have been so Voldy I'm oh. home hold on okay you ready you can get it I know it I believe you ready okay <laughs> very nice I was wondering what all you guys think of how Wormtail's life debt will play out. Because J.K. Rowling made such a big deal out of that in Prisoner of Azkaban that it has to play out somehow. She can't just drop it after that. Um, Thank you. I don't want to see like everybody and their cousins jumping in front of AKs for Harry in this book. That would be kind of silly. So Wormtail, I don't think, deserves to be a direct martyr for Harry. But I think maybe he could pass along some real good information um, if uh, he had the opportunity to do so. Well, she never says it's specifically a life debt in the same way that what Lily did. You know, what Lily did was very specific. She was given the opportunity to live or die, and she chose death. Harry just stopped other people, you know. So it's just that he's in his debt. I don't know if it's a particular life debt, you know, but... It ha- I mean, it has to play out. I, I personally feel that Pettigrew will... 
be reminded of what his good life was like with those people and and at, in the last moment do something that is crucial whether it's save harry you know stop voldemort from doing something whatever anything just the, in that last awesome moment he does something and it helps it helps harry Shoulder on, you know. That's that's what I think. Well, I think what do we know cool. about life debts? I'm sorry. Oh so. no, I don't know what we know about. Them. We know that I mean, if you don't fulfill your debt, what happens to you? Nothing. Nothing. You just you don't. I thought it was like debt. a magical binding. No, it's not debt like that. that. The only no. the only life debt we we the only like true life debt we've heard of has been Lily Potter, and that's because she. Harry doesn't owe his mother anything. It's it's been balanced. But what did Dumbledore say when he said you may find that? Having Wormtail in debt to you is going to be like a good thing. Yeah. Voldemort wouldn't, won't want a servant in Harry Potter's debt, but it doesn't say, hey, you have a life debt now. He's just in his debt. I don't know if it was necessarily light debt, it's like a wizard debt. I don't know if anybody remembers that or not. I could have sworn that it was. And the only other one is um, James and Snape. Right, because right, James because he, saved Snape's life, and, and now, but but it wasn't but was like repaid, though, right? he's going to die if he doesn't do it. But Snape was just the kind of person who wanted it even. He right. did not want just, to be in James in right. James Potter's death. It's just a pride thing. Yeah, hmm. you could you could choose not to not to repay a debt. We all do it, especially in Vegas. But see, you know that you know it's really interesting though because he had to save his life. So is, does that mean that in fact that Pettigrew must save Harry's life? No. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing. Will he? And it's about choices, right? So will right. he have the opportunity to make a choice and, and you know, and pay him back? And I think he will. He, he was in Gryffindor. Well, maybe, maybe he'll give, like, a, instead of directly saving Harry's life, maybe he'll impart that knowledge, like something about Lily or, you know, the Marauders that will help Harry in that battle. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people talked at length about this because they made a big deal to say how because Voldemort came back with the flesh of Wormtail, if that debt was somehow transferred over to Voldemort. So I don't, I don't think it's just a flimsy little on your honor thing. I think there's some magic behind it's this. And that's the way I read it. A lot of people I've read have read that passage. So ah, I, I don't know exactly what the rules are. I don't think it's as strict as the unbreakable vowel by any means. But no, I, there's I, not I because look what happened with James. There's something to it. But with Snape, you know, there was no magic involved there. Snape just felt like he had to save Harry's life to make up for James mm. saving his life. He felt like, they could, you know, like that's the other example. I, and I think it sort of cheapens it for there to be magic involved. It's this is about your character and who you are. Know. You know, he's got to be a good person, why. not rely on magic. I don't know. We'll have to see. Okay. We'll, well thank see. you. Thank you. We got time for what? Two more? Yeah, two more. That's it. Two more, but first we have another word from our friends at Harry and the Potters. Hello, Pottercast listeners. This is Harry Potter from Harry and the Potters with a word of friendly advice. When disobeying the rules, make sure you're doing something that Dumbledore thinks is cool. That way he'll give all the points to your house. <laughs> Through that, okay. Come. Okay. After Dumbledore dies, the spell that he had just put on Harry is lifted, and Harry's like back to normal. So does that mean like when any wizard dies, or like any spell that they've done gone? So would Hogwarts be an unsafe place? Uh, no. Is your magic canceled by your death? Um, but no, there's a series of, of enchantments around that castle. So I think even that. 
that that have been there for from like way back. So I mean, even when Godric Gryffindor and those guys founded it, that those enchantments have withstood time. Who do you and suppose? Long. Put, who do you suppose put the uh, spell that sticks uh, Mrs. Black's portrait to the wall? This uh, I, I, I don't yeah. think it's somebody who's still alive. So I think right. the magic doesn't necessarily cancel when well, you're dead. Well, she did it herself, that's right? A permanent spell. Yeah. yeah. So there must be different magic that. There must be there yeah. must be cer- certain magic that is flimsier yeah. than others. Yeah. Certain magic is permanent. Certain you know. Yeah. If if that was the case, then when the founders died, a lot of things would change. Yeah. You know exactly. What I mean? If Dumbledore p- permanently frozen Harry into that spot, then <laughs> we wouldn't have a book. A very boring book seven. Very boring. <laughs> Harry stared at the wall on the top of the astronomy tower for the fourth month in a row. Thank you very Thank much. You. Woo! Good one. Okay, um, I think I know where the locket is on 12 Grimmauld Place. Um, In just rereading Order of the Phoenix, um, when Harry was leaving, it was saying how he was dragging his trunk, and there was a lump in the carpet, and it got stuck on that lump in the carpet. And I think that there's um, a hidden passage or something underneath there, and that's where Creature hid it. Because I don't think that um, Joe would have specifically said about a lump in the carpet and his trunk getting caught on it if she didn't mean something by it. Hmm. That's got possibility, but I don't think so. Ah, oh, Sue. So. I know. Strangely, it was unfair and accepting with the. No, but I mean, I think that's really. I just think that that was just. Just a a way to describe the the old and tattered house. You know, I just... Uh, But it's a good idea. It's a possibility. You never know. I'm always wrong anyway, so... (laughs) Before we go, we decided on a new little segment the other day in the car because we like to torture John. Uh This is good. It's a quiz John Noe segment. Oh, jeez. So if anybody's got a real stumper for John, throw it at him. Let's go. Look, silence. Everybody's afraid to stump me. Well, you perform so well. I need Fred's help. Where's Fred? Slash quit. I got Fred. And Fred need. I need Fred's help. Nobody. Come on. Okay. Okay. The Quidditch captain when Gryffindor won the championship the first time in the books. Yeah. The captain. When when they when they won when Gryffindor won. The House Cup, not the House Cup, the Quidditch Cup, yeah. for the first time. The first time. Yeah. Um, was it Oliver Wood? No. Was that yeah, a great question? it was Oliver Wood. Good. Yeah. Yeah, good. Oh, that good. wasn't a fun stump, John Noe. I thought John Noe was going to be stumped. Okay. But thank you very much. Well, thank you guys. Harry and the Potters are coming very shortly. Go get your tickets. Go. Woo! Go. Thank you. We missed it. I confess myself disappointed. W. Oh, and about time to... Now, if you two don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. (laughs) 